Hello and welcome back to Techies, the podcast about simplifying our lives one gadget at a time. This is episode number 75 for Sunday, January 14th, 2018. I'm Shane and I'm joined by Tony. Hello. Hey, Tony. What's going on, man? Oh, not too much. Uh, Just getting ready for the sort of winter storm we've got coming. Mm. What about you? Yeah, I don't know if I want that. I mean, I know. Nobody wants it. I know I don't want that, but. We also, today, we have Drew, Drew Wintermeyer. What's going on? I totally just fixed my audio. I was looking at it in two screens. It was totally crazy. I missed everything Tony said. Hey, hey Shane. Hey. <laughs> well, at least you, you knew when to come in. That's good. Yeah. Drew is an old friend. Go way back. How how are you doing uh, this evening after we've uh, corrected all those <laughs> stupid issues we've been having? I'm doing great. Great. It's exciting to be here with you gentlemen. Yeah. Excellent. Um. So, also as is tradition, uh, Drew, what what are you drinking this evening? Uh, I am drinking some green tea because I have a little bit of a cold. Oh, gotcha. Being healthy, it's good. Nothing wrong with that. True story. Tony? Nothing. I'm drinking nothing. Again? It's because I took so much time trying to figure that out yeah, again? That's right. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, I was drinking beer before, but... Yeah, I guess we kind of had some technical difficulties, and I drank it all. Sorry about At that. That's it's in front of me. That's why we're back on Hangouts right now, if anyone's wondering. And uh, <laughs> last week, obviously, there were some issues with getting the audio uh, working properly, and I thought I had it, but uh, apparently not. So we'll see what happens in the future. But we are we're very happy. Drinking? What's that? What's Shane drinking? Oh, yeah. I do always forget that. I am drinking the wines and the waters. The water and waters. the wine. Thanks. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And, um, yeah, we're very happy Drew could make it on this episode. Glad you're here. Well, we, we've been talking about doing a podcast for quite some time. But, a little uh, bit, yeah. It's, uh, it's good to be here, Mr. Shane. All right. Well... Without further ado, let us talk about some news stories. News. This is a little bit different. Normally I have an actual article. Today I have just a video this is coming from. And it is from, and I don't know if, the, if this is ATTN or Attention, one of those. Uh, with a colon at the end, but they make some Facebook videos and they actually have a website, attn.com. But this one is titled uh, Five Inventions That Give Us Hope That the Planet, Hope for the Planet in 2018. And I don't, this is not going to make them sound that credible right off the bat, but there's actually only four here. <laughs> so, oops. But uh, the first of which that they refer to is uh, White Roads, which is. Uh, they refer to how black asphalt traps heat from the sun, making cities very hot but cool pavement. That's the name of this particular substance. Uh, reflects the sun and potentially reducing temperatures. And the example they're given there is by 18 degrees in a particular city. And a city like L.A. could save $100 million by using this on 35% of their streets, apparently. Kind of a different thing. I hadn't really heard about this before I saw this video, but 
thought that was rather interesting. Uh, the next is Mr. Trash Wheel, which is about a boat on the Baltimore Harbor, which has removed over a million pounds of trash, and it's 100% renewable, and the system is powered by water, as you might imagine. Well, maybe you wouldn't imagine it's a boat, but actually being powered by water, yeah, that's pretty sweet. And it picks up debris and drops it into a dumpster for incineration, which then powers homes in Maryland. And then the third one here is a floating vacuum, which is a fish-friendly sea bin, um, it, which I guess that's a thing. And it, uh, it picks also picks up trash, similar to the last one here, but in the ocean instead. And it contains a filter that, you know, does filter out that debris, said debris, and pollutants and oils, then pumping the water back out into the ocean. And the last but not least is a massive air filter, as they refer to it, which is a machine that pulls CO2 from the sky and sends it to a nearby greenhouse for crops that are growing there. And as it is the first, the world's first commercial carbon removal plant, uh, which can collect 900 metric tons of carbon in a year, which can be used to make things like plastic, concrete, and apparently even beverages, which I thought sounded kind of crazy. So, Drew, 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 you can hear me okay, right, Drew? Now you can hear me yeah, okay? <laughs> absolutely, man. Okay, sweet. Uh, just curious if any of these sound promising or if you think they're all just kind of uh, lofty goals, really. <laughs> well, man, I'm, like, big into this. Like, I read a lot of books that have to do with, like, uh, us ruining the planet and how we're all going to die. So, like, this is kind of, like, it's right. cool that you brought this stuff up. Like, so, okay, white roads, are they literally just, they're not painting the streets white. Yeah, yeah that's they? right. That's what's happening. That's right. <laughs> that's it? That's that's the whole thing? That's exactly White paint? It. Well, they, they call it cool, uh, what was it again? Cool... Uh, I missed it. Cool. So it's white paint is what you're talking about. Cool pavement. Cool pavement. Yeah. It's oh, pavement. it's white covered S. Okay. So it's like, white. no, no, no. They, they, they sh So it's weird because they talk about, uh, they call it cool pavement, but they do literally show them essentially painting the pavement white. So yeah, that is a little bit confusing, but I don't know. This isn't really an issue I've had to, uh, undergo normally. And because we live in Wisconsin and everything, you know, uh, <laughs> it does get hot a little bit during the summer, uh, but I don't think that bad. I'm guessing this is this will probably be an issue in a place like Texas or something more so, or further south potentially. Yeah, <clears throat> I think it's important to do it all over the planet. I mean, if we're gonna make an effort to like not like uh, raise like eighteen degrees and like all die of not having any land to live on anymore. So, like, I mean, like, I don't think you just do this in Texas. I think you have to do this, like, pretty much everywhere to make any sort of impact. Sure. Dog. I guess I was going with starting in the places where it's maybe more crucial. But... No, man, if we just did this in Waukesha, I don't think it would have any effect on our weather. Yeah, gotcha. I mean, it's going to be all white out anyway in, like, a couple hours, apparently, because we are about to get bombed by a snowstorm. Very exciting. Exciting times. It is. <laughs> what about you, Tony? Anything on this list sound uh, sort of intriguing to you, or is it all? Do you, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's here. Everything looks good. I don't know. Like, does this is this costing more money or anything like that? 
Well, some of it. I mean, some of it's costing less if you if you take into consideration the you know the renewable trash boat. But uh, <laughs> yeah, sure. I'm, I, I'm all for you know saving in the long run. I know a lot of people don't like upfront costs, obviously. But yeah, exactly. Uh, if over time there's a proven method of stuff saving over the long haul, then yeah. Any, and saving the you know the planet's always a good thing too. I guess. I, I think the planet's probably more important than the money, Tony. Uh, we're all going to die very soon. <laughs> do you not get that? Like I, I do, but I, I get that. You, you, you need to make more of an argument than that. So, <laughs> like, you might yeah. have a child that might need to live until they're eighty as well now. So now you kind of got to care a little bit further down the line. <laughs> I yes. agree that, but but you're gonna have to, uh, need more of justification than just saying. I don't saying, care well, if it costs a hundred billion dollars, Tony. If it saves the planet and lets humans live on it, Drew, a bit longer. Drew is fronting Wait, the what money. Was that? By the way, <laughs> what what? Tony, go ahead. What do you say? I, I didn't what? Hear no. What's happening? What's going on right now? <laughs> I'm just saying it's it's worth whatever the cost is if it like saves the planet at all. Yeah. Yeah, but then there, there's the argument like, does it like save the planet? Right. That's that is uh part of my yeah, obviously I think picking up trash and stuff that's always I, a good I think, thing. I think getting trash out of the ocean. I'm not sure about painting yeah. all the streets white. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I agree with you on that. That might right. be not that, Oh, I'm just saying like if it proves like yes, without a shadow of a doubt, it'll save, then yes, I'm all for you know, we gotta spend money to save our planet. We do live on it, we need to take care of it. Well, I think the floating vacuum definitely works because, like, I've seen the documentary where there's that island of plastic garbage mm-hmm. floating around out there. Like, we should yeah. probably clean that up a little bit. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we should just burn it all. Oh, yeah. No, I don't. It's probably worse. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, although, although they do, you know, the one thing they talk about in incinerating the garbage anyway, and that's powering homes. So I, I've always wondered, you know, the difference between incineration and, and just straight burning something if that's – you know, if there's a difference in, in sort of emissions from that or not. Anybody? <laughs> nope. All right, moving on. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm good. I don't know. But yeah, I'm all for, you know, saving the planet. Don't get me wrong. Not... Go ahead, Tony. Go ahead. <laughs> Whenever you're ready. Oh, yes. Okay. So my article is from The Verge, and it is Google is introducing a new smart display platform. And um, this is also from CES 2018, uh, was an announcement. Um, CES, our Consumer Electronics Show, was last week. And this is kind of where they, they show a whole bunch of stuff. Last week, I did talk about one thing on it. And, um, and I believe it was that roll-up TV from LG. But um, this one seems like a little bit more practical. I think a lot more people will be able to take advantage of this. And I don't know if you remember last year, but Alexa pretty much stole the show with everything. Like a lot of things were going in Alexa um, devices, um, things that Amazon wasn't making. Um, so like third-party speakers, I think the Nova was doing something, um, just for an example. But anyway, a lot of companies now are kind of switching, and it seems like this year Google Assistant, uh, which is a competitor to Alexa or Amazon, um, they're kind of, uh, they stole the show this year. It seemed like a lot more things were going into um, the Google Assistant. Um, and a lot of these uh, third-party companies were um, going to put uh, the Google Assistant um, voice I should say assistant in inside. And some of these companies were Altic Lansing, Anchor, which I'm starting to see a lot more of lately. And Shane, do you have a question? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Tony, uh, so I was just curious, is it not Google Home any longer? Uh, maybe it is. <laughs> Did you want to chime in there, Drew? 
<laughs> no, it's not a snuffy nose. Okay. <laughs> uh, I think it's still Google Home, as far as I know. Like, okay. Probably is, but I is assistant think, like I the equivalent of? All the time. Is that equivalent of Alexa though? Do they refer to it that way, even though the product is Google Home? Maybe. Um, in this ad, in this article, they don't really say Google Home at all. They just say Google Assistant. Hmm. Interesting. All right. So, um, I think Google Assistant is like the actual software for their AI. Where Google yeah. Home is the speaker that is built in, like uh, Alexa is the program, but it's actually an Amazon or, Echo or a Dot or Cortana like versus uh, sure whatever their other crap is. Well, that sounds right. <laughs> we'll uh, just to give some, you know, perspective or some context. But anyway, um, thank you, Drew. Um, some of these companies now: uh, Altic Lansing, Anchor Innovations. Bang and Olsloff. Shane, did I say that right? Not at all. Yeah, <laughs> Braven, iHome, JBL, Jensen, LG, Lenovo. Oh, they're doing one too for um, for Google, as well as they did for Amazon. Um, Klipsch and Knit Audio. Oh, Memorex, Rivera Audio, Solis, and Sony. Not real sure if I got it. Some of those right. Some of them. Um. Anyways, so Google is saying that they will be available this summer, and some are starting to make ones with screens in them, not just a speaker device, mm-hmm. but ones with screens. So like uh, JBL, Lenovo, LG, and Sony are the ones that are making it with the screen. And Google isn't saying much on the tech specs of it yet, um, but it's not going to be basically a tablet with a speaker. It's not going to be like an Android tablet with the speakers. It's, it's going to have more, more to it, and it's really going to be more like how... Uh, the Alexa, I think it's uh, the show or the, the, I shouldn't say Alexa. I don't want to, sorry if I'm, you know, triggering anybody's <laughs> echo. The oh, echo you totally are. My, mine is uh, on my desk here and I'm glad I unplugged the speaker before we started. <laughs> I didn't know you were going to talk about it all night. There you go. Yeah. You, you know, there's a mute button on those. You just hit that. <laughs> you don't have to plug it. Thank you, Tony. <laughs> uh, anyway, so it's, it's, it's going to be more than just an app or, or more than just a, you know, or I should say, uh, 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 oh crap! Now I'm just. Yep. Or was I? Android. Yeah. Uh, Bang and Olufsen. Thanks, Shane. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can't run um, Android apps on it, and it, the the Android operating system is going to be more like a you know an Internet of Things device. It's more specifically run towards those things, and. Um, uh, let's see. It will run YouTube, which I guess is a big thing that uh, Amazon can't do, you know, for their show um, hmm. uh, enabled uh, voice enabled device. Why can't um, they do it? What's that? Why can't they do it? Because I don't think Google wants them. To. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, sure. It's all. Yeah. <laughs> it's all about advertising. It's all marketing. Like, hey, we can do this. You can't. It's kind of like an, an exclusive service yeah like come to google we have youtube yep um if you watch the video from the uh, article it does have some kind of nice uh you know demos of showing like oh you know show me the pictures of this or you know show me the calendar for what i have today show me the money um, or give me directions to this and then you know send them to my phone um and then they kind of do receipt or recipes and video conferencing but uh i should say the echo can do that too um, and then the messaging service that Google uses, I know they have a couple, is Duo, and um, that kind of works with the Android phones too, the Android, I should say, operating systems. 
Um, so yeah, um, that'll be something to look forward to if you like that. I don't. I guess Drew, you said you have a, an echo. <clears throat> I have two echoes actually, one in the bedroom and one in the living room. Uh, I I really like them. Um, I actually went as far as to start programming like little applications in them and stuff like that. Oh yeah, uh, like it, the... oh, it's pretty on. cool. You can do it in C sharp now, and uh, Visual Basic or no, I'm sorry, Visual Studio uh, supports it. So that's kind of cool that it has an add-on for that. But it's like if you don't own a service already or like have the rights to like have some interconnectivity with a service, it's really hard to come up with an app that's worth anything. Because you pretty yeah. much have to like build a web service to even feed information into it. So I mean, like it's cool if you're already like um, I don't know Roku or something like that, where you have like a pre-existing product and now you're just building the interface yeah. into uh, the Amazon or whatever voice assistant you're using. But yeah. like if you try to come up with something on your own, you're basically I mean you got to build a whole web service out and stuff like that. So. I mean, it is pretty fun. I've had some fun with it, but I uh, have not like created a Flappy Birds yet, or else I would be on a beach drinking a margarita. <laughs> what are you currently using them for right now? Uh, like is it just a glorified alarm you... clock, pretty much. Okay. Like uh, I have it wake me up to music. And I set several alarms. I've got um, two different plugs so I can turn my lights on and off. So it's kind of yeah. like a clapper. Mm -hmm. Um. But for your voice. I use it for like a lot of other stuff. Like when I'm getting ready in the morning, I'll ask it repeatedly what time it is so I know if I'm running late or not. Oh, and nice. yeah. uh, like it plays podcasts if like you're really patient and say the word correctly. There's like right before this podcast, <laughs> I listened to the last episode of Techies. Oh, that's very nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, is That's the dot? That is the dot. It's like I think forty dollars now or twenty nine. What what is the what is the big disadvantage again with the dot? Or not disadvantage, but what what are some of the things you don't get with the dot again? It doesn't have the connectivity with uh, like Google is probably a little bit better because they have the Chromecast mm. pretty much built in. I guess Amazon has its Fire Stick. I'm sure it works with that. Yeah, it does. <clears throat> but I mean, like they need to get over themselves and they need to become universal. Like you need. This thing, like, I mean, that's the next step is just make, like, you go out and buy one of these things and it's generic and it works with everything. Right. Yeah, that's true. But I don't know if they're going to do that. Anytime soon, anyway. At least with Well, the and then Apple later this month, I think, is coming out with their speaker, but I think it's more geared towards music. And I don't, I don't know how that'll be with all these other ones. I don't really think it's going to compete on the same level as, like, the Google and the and Apple. Well, I I accidentally got sucked into Amazon's like whole ecosphere, like yeah. uh, Amazon Prime. I I have a Kindle, so like it just made sense to get this one. Sure. Uh, so I have Amazon Music through it too. It's uh it's pretty good. It's kind of hard to stump. Yeah, I certainly use that too, and it's pretty good. I do have a, a couple Echoes, like and I do have a a Fire tablet too, and uh, the tablet I I don't know I I, I would probably take an iPad over that, but. If anyone out there, I think the tablet's fine for the Android or the Amazon. My preferred uh, Amazon Music Station is the Atmospheric Electronic, and it's great for uh, for working. If you're ever looking for some uh, ly basically lyricless type of things to listen to, <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm, I'm kind of in it too. I'm in it, but I'm more in the Apple ecosystem. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But do you see yourself going the uh, is it the HomePod? Uh, 
Mm, no. Oh. <laughs> Considering I barely use my my echo. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. And HomePod, no, not so much. Well, how much was that going to be again? Three fifty. Yeah. What does it do? <laughs> it's it's mostly music, but and I don't think it connects via Bluetooth at all. I think it connects via uh, uh, Wi-Fi. What's, uh, what's the uh, I forget the, the tech. Uh, not wireless wi-fi. Apple wireless AirPlay. Apple. Oh, well, that's that does work over Wi-Fi, right? Or I don't know if that's Bluetooth or Wi-Fi, but like I'm, I no, I don't know if they've changed this. But when it came out, they were saying it wasn't going to do Bluetooth; it was just going to do AirPlay. I don't know. I, that is, I mean, I get in a <clears throat> in a certain sense that they sell it. They sell it as a as a high quality speaker. So in that sense, you you spend four hundred yeah. on a on a what do you call it anyway? Uh, what's the what's the brand? What anybody? The brand of speaker that's usually like four hundred bucks. Boss. Uh, Sonos. Yes, that's the one. Drew got oh. it. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I got it right. <laughs> yes. Oh, I was right. I was right, Tony. You were wrong. <laughs> Did he say boss? Feel that. Yeah, is he saying boss? Yeah, like B O S E. Like both, both. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> he was right in Bo, a sense. Yeah, so said it wrong. So that's why I was like, I was thinking. Well, it's cost is another brand, right? That's why I was confused a little bit. Yeah. But anyway, yes, Bose. <laughs> that's I mean, I've I never like. owned one, so like that's probably yeah. part of that. Fair enough. Yeah. So Tony, what? Is, sorry, what? What was? Also, the, I can't. Read you can't what? I can't read either. Oh. No. Oh, I can't. I know that much. Yeah. Tony? Yes? I don't know. Was, it, was there more here? <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. We kind of got off on... I mean, yes. most of this conversation was about Amazon, but this article was about Google. <laughs> 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 I mean, I yeah. I don't know. I like it. I've got stuff connected with my, uh, my Echoes to the lights, to the other lights, some light bulbs. I don't know. Lights. More lights. Yeah, lights and switches. I will say, like, the other night, I was sleeping peacefully, and it was, like, 2.30 in the morning, and uh, my Alexa decided to wake me up to Billy Joel. <laughs> um, so I don't know, like, how that happened, but all of a sudden, it started playing You're Always a Woman to me. And, um, I mean, I rolled with it. I got up and got a glass of water and all that, but... Um, there you go. <laughs> rolled with it. I mean, I, I guess maybe I requested that in my sleep. I don't know. That's amazing. Oh yeah, just um, real quick, yeah. HomePod, it's 802.11 A, B, G, N, A, C, Wi-Fi with MIMO, and it supports uh, AirPlay 2. MIMO? MIMO, multiple input, multiple output. Okay. Wi-Fi um, setting. Okay. Uh, cool. Radio. There's something else in there that... <laughs> Go ahead, Drew. What's... <laughs> What's on your mind? <laughs> well, what is AirPlay? I'm sorry. I don't That's know. Apple's, I have no idea. Apple's wireless uh, tech, I guess. Oh, okay. For, well, so, well, specifically. You connect, like, you could connect your, like, iPhone wirelessly to your, like, Apple TV, and you can kind of, you know, show it on your TV if you want. It's kind of like how Google uses the Chromecast, you know, on different devices, like on like, your laptop to independent your TV. Independent of a Wi-Fi network, or like, what are you talking? No, no, no. Like no it's it's with, Wi-Fi network. It works over Wi-Fi. Um, so, yeah. 
it uses Wi-Fi to so it's just like Chromecast or any other like I want to fling it to the TV. Well, yes, but Apple was doing it before Chromecast, as far as yeah. I'm aware. Okay, but it, it seems. Yeah, more, I mean, that's fine. It's more <laughs> like it's it's more like mirroring the whole OS versus Chromecast just uses like a service, like a web page kind of thing when it mirrors to uh, you know like your TV. Okay. You have, let's say Netflix on that, you know, whatever your browser, your Chrome browser, and it'll mirror it to your TV. It only does that, whatever's in that browser in that session at that time. Mm-hmm. It won't do like, you know, if you're on a Windows computer, it won't do like your start menu or anything like that. Whereas Apple, if I want to airplay like my laptop to my Apple TV, it'll do the whole thing. So then you have your whole desktop experience on your TV. Which, by the way, part of the reason I confused, I think, the CarPlay, I just kind of assumed CarPlay would be wireless because I had AirPlay in my mind, and I'm thinking CarPlay. Well, certainly CarPlay is wireless. Yeah, it wasn't for my for my new, uh, whatever you call it, car receiver. But anyway. Yeah. Still sore about that, Shane? Uh, you betcha. <laughs> All right, I'm done with mine. All right, sweet. Thanks, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you guys wanted to keep it going, I don't care. Uh, you know what? Screw it. You know what really grinds my gears? All right. So I'll tell you what grinds my gears. <laughs> it's this face ID feature on the new iPhones. All right. Oh, you got, snap. You got it, it detects your face. It's there. It, it knows there's a face, but it doesn't know it's you. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Like, look, okay, it worked that time. It worked that time, but... Forget about it. Forget about it. Well, no, I was trying to go... It's, it's more like, if I want to do Peter Griffin, it's more like, you know what? I can't... No, forget it. I'm not even going to do it tonight. Let's do it. <laughs> but... Peter? Peter? So, yeah, I, I swear it's got to be like 50% of the time it's recognizing my face, and that's not good. <laughs> but if I if I look directly at it, when I'm awake, it usually works. <laughs> nice. Usually. If I'm waking up, for whatever reason, I must look like this every time, like freaking De Niro or something. And it never, it doesn't matter what, I try to open my eyes and it doesn't figure it out. Even when I had, <laughs> even when I had it turned to the setting that you told me about, Tony, which was to not have it where you have to look directly at it. Yeah, it, it. I think it it takes some of the security out of it, though. Right. Well, the security. Like your eyes don't have to be open. Sure. So, I yeah, waking up, not not a chance. But I have been seriously considering turning it off for at least unlocking my phone, and maybe yeah. just having them for face uh, for Apple Pay or something. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Nobody's in the chat room. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I'd be curious what other people are doing. If you're just having, I guess I've been, I've heard people love it, but I don't know. Maybe not in the morning. Right. Well, for me, anyway. I don't know if anyone, write us in, techiespodcast at gmail.com if you uh, have had di- different experiences here. Because, hey, Drew, what phone are you sporting these days? Oh, dude, I got, like, three. I have a BlackBerry, I have a Galaxy S5 that I still use, and I have a Moto G that's hooked up through Wi-Fi Republic. 
Um, I'm paying roughly like sixteen dollars a month for my phone service. It's pretty awesome. But yeah, like all my phones, you know, fair. That does beg the question: Why you have three phones, though? <laughs> Are you uh, one's, one's for work, um, okay. <laughs> one's for play, and then one's for like mom? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> One's hooked up, like okay. So the the Moto G is like um, it's barely a phone. So like the S five supplements like with podcast and media and Audible and like my uh, meditation timer app and like uh, you know all the other things. That okay. Interesting. Right on. So so none of those are Apple. <laughs> None of those no, are. I don't own anything in the Apple sphere. Actually, no, wait, that's not true. I do have an S4 somewhere, uh, but I don't use it at all. And I don't mean that. I by no means. I realize I come off as being pretentious and just a, a jerk. No, I just think it's funny. Like it's cute. It's adorable. You really like Apple products. No, no, no. It's I no, it's cute. I'm establishing just because I was specifically talking about Face ID here, and I I don't think other devices have that at this point right i was wondering have you tried like shaving your beard off like is that maybe throwing it off um it's not supposed to but no i have i don't think i have since i actually got the phone so you're saying it supports beards it's supposed to support beards yeah supports beards of all types <laughs> sizes and shapes uh, i would try shaving your beard and like if, that doesn't if you braid your beard one day and then like you don't have it braided the next oh. can you not get in your phone well here's an example so i watched a video about and the apple even said like this doesn't work for twins basically like you will which is weird to me because i i feel like I, even identical twins have enough dissimilarities but apparently not because they had a set of twins that they just did all kinds of crazy stuff with their faces and it was it was it worked for either one of them in any case so so that's yeah. but um yeah i'm not a fan so far i think that it's got a long way to go and i hope i hope it gets better and frankly it'd be great if the camera sort of if they had some um pivoting to it like a a viewing angle almost because yeah. That's probably most people's biggest gripes is like not being like you have to have your phone positioned toward your face, right? Oh, do you have to like get it straight on? Not always like a hundred percent straight on, but because uh, like when you're laying in bed and whatnot, you just kind of want to check it. Do you have to like? Yeah, it doesn't work. That sucks. Get open your eyes when you first wake up in the morning. Like you can have somewhat of an angle. I got it to work just now at somewhat of an angle, but not yeah. But like okay, but Shane, do you? Uh, I mean. Do you live on your own right now? Yes, sir. Do you lock your phone all the time? I do currently, but I'm thinking about... That's weird. I'm thinking about changing it to just the passcode, if I can still do that. I still draw a triangle. Okay. Like, I, I draw a little pattern. Just telling everyone you're... <laughs> well, we don't, know the, we don't know the direction of the triangle, so... If you would like to break into my phone, it's <laughs> But you should be over 18. <laughs> All right. Well, so that's my rant on, on Face ID at this particular uh, point nice. in the iPhone cycle. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm, yeah, I'm still not so. But, you know, you know what else grinds my gears? Touch ID, <laughs> frankly. Like, Touch ID wasn't great either. Every time I had, my hand was, like, slightly had some sli- – okay, that's going to sound bad. But anytime there was some slight – 
precipitation on my hand. <laughs> it uh, it wouldn't work in that in those circumstances. Drew, you have a question. Drew does. Yeah, what's Touch ID? Okay, Touch ID okay. is the is the fingerprint scanner on Apple. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. It seems to work fine on the laptop. I gotta say, but I had more of an issue for whatever reason with the phone. Um, anyway, so moving right along here. XP boost. All right, tonight's XP boost segment <laughs> is brought to you by Drew Wintermeyer. No. <laughs> oh God, I didn't prepare anything. <clears throat> No, no, no. He's yeah. I, just for the sake of saying it, I you paid me for this, right? You're still gonna pay me for this, right? That's, that's the plan. All right, just making sure. Um, I'm talking about the Logitech MX Ergo, 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 Advanced Wireless Trackball for Windows PC and Mac. This is Windows PC and Mac. Whoa. I had to specify it was Windows PC. Whoa. Anyway, uh, I suppose it could be Linux too. Even though Mac are Macs considered PCs anymore? I don't know. You're a window. Thank you. I wanted a wireless trackball that didn't require the USB receiver, and by that I mean those little tiny little things that you lose really easily, but you got to keep it plugged in, so they're not very obtrusive or anything. But on my laptop, they did take up an extra USB port that I didn't necessarily want to give up because I only have USB-C and I have this little adapter that only has two USB ports on it anyway. Well, that was part of it. But actually, it was mostly because I didn't want to, uh, when I was out and about, need to plug in that adapter every single time I wanted to use my trackball, really, you know, if that makes any sense. Because... Because it only has the USB-C and this is the USB-A, uh, you know, receiver. Mm. So I wanted to go back to Bluetooth. And Logitech finally released a Bluetooth trackball. Uh, and here it is. Right here. So, uh, basically, what I ended up getting was something more than I even bargained for. Uh, it has more features than I really need, to be frank. But it has both Bluetooth and the USB, um, whatever that technology is called with the orange gear on it, right? You guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah. No. No. <laughs> okay. Well. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm just going to show you. Oh, it's not here. It's not You're going to show us the orange gear? I want to show you the orange gear. You know what really <laughs> grinds my orange gears? What's that? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Here's one. The gear. Here's one. I got it. Oh, goodness. Oh, God. Okay. There I am. Is Whoa, little, is that it? This little guy. Oh, there it is. Wait, does it not have an orange gear? <laughs> it's just as... Oh, there it is. Oh, there it is. There's what I'm talking about. See it? You hate that or you like it? Nah, I could do without it, really. That's why I got okay, this. And that came with this one? Uh, it did. It did come with this one. But this one is also Bluetooth. So uh, so I guess you got both in case one doesn't work out or whatever. But there's nine buttons, ten if you count the 
little switch at the bottom, I guess. That's the on and off switch. But from the front here, if you want to count them, uh, left mouse button, right mouse button. And then there's three buttons on the little uh, middle button, right? Because you push down, you can go left and right with it. Um, there are two up here, the up and down, or I guess these work as like browser navigation buttons also if, if you don't have them customized. But then there's also these two extra little guys. And okay. this one controls the precision Ooh. of, so if you hit it, it, it has a little, uh, well, it's not on right now, but if I turn it on, uh, you can see there's a little white button that turns, that lights up. And that controls the, well, they say the precision, but it really just slows down the 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 cursor refresh rate, right? For whatever reason, I don't see myself needing that ever personally, but it's, they say it's like a precision thing if you need to get precise, right? And then this last one is, this is kind of the most interesting. This is actually something I could see myself using potentially, but not very often. It lets you switch between two different computers. So, so depending on which one you have it set up, like I think, I think I hooked this up on my work computer. So that one was set to number one and then uh, number two is my personal. So I could take it out at any time and just hit that button and switch between the two, which is pretty cool. Um, I don't know. Also, you know, auto connects to the Bluetooth, which is is pretty nice. Um, so the thing that I really don't need at all uh, is this sort of tilt functionality. And by that, just to show you here, right? See how it's got this little plate at the bottom? It does this thing, right? It just goes back and forth like this. <laughs> Full 20 degree tilt on this thing. Nice. Um, nope. They say nope. <laughs> they say it's supposed to be for ergonomics, and so you can kind of, hence ergo being part of the name. But uh, this seems like the most, the least useful thing I've ever <laughs> had on a on a particular input device. Honestly, um, it's kind of cool in one sense because it's this plate. It it removes itself, right? And it just magnetically attaches, oh, and you nice. can go. Yeah, just back and forth with it. But it's, I mean, it's a 20 degree difference. I'd rather just split the difference, make it an even 10 and, <laughs> you know, right in the middle. Just I just need it. I literally would prefer it to be in the middle of those two degrees, or two degrees. You can't have two it angles. stand. Oh, so it like locks into one of the two positions. It's yeah. not like, okay. You can't lock it at 10? No. <laughs> Which is dumb. That, I think. that does kind of seem pretty hoser. Yeah. 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 They got to work on that. But I, I have a feeling they don't have a lot of people that even are into trackballs. I like them. I. It's. What, what, sorry, Drew. What's that? I can't imagine. Like, um, th this thing retails for a hundred bucks, dog. <laughs> yeah. It's a mouse. It is. It is. Although it's not like a. I mean, you can get. I, I, I have this guy. Uh, he's got um, like two less buttons. Uh, is ergonomic, and um, I don't know what it cost, but I, I just swear to God, I did not spend Hondo. No, no, no. Wow. No, but but it's is yours Bluetooth? Yeah. Seriously? <laughs> yeah. Actually, I didn't know that like the wheel had buttons left and right until you uh, explained your mouse. So actually, thank you for that. <laughs> sure. I don't know what they do, but yeah, I have those buttons. Okay. Well, I've had I've had those sort of miniature ones before, and I wasn't necessarily a big fan. I gotta say, the thumb 
maybe I should have specified this. The the thumb track ball or the ball being on the thumb is kind of that is impressive. Yeah. That well, that's the part that I well to the point where I and I took a picture of this earlier because I have I have so many of these. There's one. There's another. These are all the same actually, but uh, and I have a third. <laughs> so I actually have four of these now. But the thumb, I just find the thumb track balls to be the most comfortable, the easiest to use personally. Over the years, I used to have, I used to have a couple of the Microsoft ones that they made, and those I thought were really nice, except that they would always get, um, they'd get a bunch of gunk build up, built up into them, and they would eventually become hard to control. But these Logitech ones have been great so far. Plus, these are these are all wireless, even though the the other ones are not Bluetooth. Um, and all the Microsoft ones had a cord attached to them. But anyway, uh, the the big difference between this and the and those other Logitech ones is that uh, this one does not take any traditional batteries. It is it has a rechargeable battery in it, and that. But that supposedly lasts up to four months, which is pretty pretty impressive given um, given that it's a rechargeable battery at all. That seems pretty good. Um, <laughs> what gunks up your mouth <laughs> uh, that was Drew and no not Drew uh, <laughs> no, no, I didn't say that at all you said that. That was the thing you, said. you said that out loud with your mouth <laughs> uh, honestly it's dust I think but okay. and yeah but the four month battery is pretty pretty impressive and I have yet to actually charge it so I'll at this point, I think I've only had this for maybe a few weeks now, so I shouldn't have to now for until spring probably. But uh, the so there is also a separate application you can download called Logitech Options, and that's uh, it does show up in in my case on a Mac it does show up in the System Preferences, and it, does, it as you might imagine allows you to adjust the certain uh, the key commands for the button key commands the. The commands for the different buttons on the mouse, point and scroll speeds, and then uh, apparently it also lets you do uh, individual options for different applications, um, which is kind of nice. And then there's this other feature in there that I didn't really know was even possible, but it's called Flow. Logitech Flow, I think. I think it's like a branded thing, but it allows you to go from one computer to the other uh, with both your cursor, so you can drag your cursor from one computer to the next, and also allow for copy and paste between those computers. Ooh, that's nice. Yeah, I uh, was really. Yeah, I mean, you got to be on the same Wi-Fi network. I think that was kind of the only stipulation there. But did you try that? No, because well, honestly, because my only other computer is my work computer, and I don't um, think I'd be able to get it to work through that. Um, yeah, but pretty neat at the same time. Uh, it's definitely something I'd like to try at some point. It would be really helpful for my work computer. Um, and now I'm wondering... You know, I was going to leave this up, but now I'm going to bring it back up here because it does mention what that stipulation is. Now I'm second-guessing myself what it actually says here. Let's see. So if we go into Flow... It's a, let's see, so how to set up. Make sure your computers, ah, uh, that's the, so you have to make sure your computers have Logitech options installed, all right? So that's, I think, 
it, it both needs that and it needs to be on the same Wi-Fi connection. Uh, maybe not. <laughs> okay, so it's connected via, yeah, okay. I think those are kind of the big things. I need to, uh, I need to be able to actually install that on my work computer and I'm not too sure if I'd be able to, honestly, but, but it'd be cool. It'd be cool to be able to go back and forth. Not that I should be doing anything on my personal laptop while I'm working, you know, but, <laughs> mm. but, yeah. I think that's really, oh yeah, no, there's more here. There's more. I have more to talk about. Um, I don't know. You can get a travel case for it if you really want to, considering it's, you know, so expensive, so outrageously expensive, but kind of worth it at the same time. Um, you know, I don't have a, whatever, you can look it up. It's, <laughs> it's an option if you really want to. <laughs> but the, the retail price on this thing is, as Drew mentioned, it's about 100 for this guy and then uh, I'm gonna give it a four out of five stars because it's pretty decent except for that's my big my biggest gripe honestly is this is this dumb this dumb thing because that's just useless <laughs> but, it's supposed to help your hand chain help my hand but it doesn't really yeah I mean I find myself switching it occasionally it's just I don't know unnecessary it and it's to be honest it, it's kind of fun at the same time. <laughs> what? <laughs> but, but unnecessarily. You yourself into it now? I find myself playing with it more than, <laughs> more than I need to. Uh, there you go. You know, it's kind of a distraction because of that almost. Yeah. It's not four out of 10.5 stars, Tony. <laughs> How did I do it? How do you know it wasn't true? Uh, well, I can look in the revision history if you really want me to. No, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's definitely Anthony over here. You're nice, back by count. Nice try. <laughs> All right. Well, think that'll about do it. Uh, anybody? Anybody have any questions about about this particular trackball? No, nobody. Nobody gives a crap. All right, sounds good. Do you do you find <laughs> that like when you play games like uh, like Diablo or whatever, do you use that? Is that fine with games like that? Or oh, like, I uh, I I love it with games. Yeah, it's not. So, I think the the input device I had the biggest issue with playing games with was the Magic Mouse. Um, oh yeah, no, I don't like that. Definitely with Diablo, but that was mostly because because of not being able to simultaneously hit both left and right mouse buttons. That was a huge issue for that game. Um, but you can do that with these guys. So these guys. There you go. Yeah, no, I was just I was just playing Heroes of the Storm uh, just the other day with it. It worked really well. <laughs> Sorry. <Nobody's... laughs> he, put, uh, he put a nice picture of me in, the, in our document here all right well <clears throat> we'll include a link in the show notes <laughs> <laughs> so uh if you would like to write into us our email address is techies podcast at gmail.com we are on facebook and twitter at techies podcast you can if you, you you certainly may leave us a review on itunes if you'd like uh 
that is Tykes Podcast. You might have to search to, for us to come up, which is always wonderful. But our uh, our website is niceguynetwork.com slash techies. That includes a direct link to our iTunes page. We are on Alpha Geek Radio and Stitcher both. And we typically record, and by typically I mean probably like half of the time, <laughs> Sundays, <laughs> Sundays at 6, 7 central uh, on our, yeah, well, let's see. Right now it's on our YouTube channel. <laughs> we'll see. It's going to continue to be on our YouTube channel for sure. That much mm-hmm. I know because we all love the YouTubes. And you can, I guess, still find Tony at Why Not Big T on uh, on Twitter and myself at Shave Mad Ox. And Drew, are you anywhere to be found on the internet? I, I have a Superboy podcast <laughs> called Cat Mr. Crisis. You can listen to that, but only if you like Superboy, because like if you don't, like there's really no point in like listening. And then other than that, like I'm, I, I don't know, I'm on Facebook. You want to like chat me? I'll chat back. What was the name of that podcast again? Cadmus to Crisis, a Superboy podcast. It's part of the Superman Podcast Network, Tony. Nice. Wow. Thank you, Drew. No problem. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. This is fantastic. Fantastic. We have no no affiliation with the Superboy, Superman, whatever network. (laughs) Superman Podcast Network. Not directly, anyway. But I appreciate, uh, yeah, I appreciate. It. I appreciate you sending out a link or something to to your previous, your other podcast. Is that right, Drew? <laughs> I, I'll, I'll, I'll try. I'll try to send out a link. Oh, I thought you already did. <laughs> I, I put it in chat earlier for Tony personally. Tony, please share that. I will if I can find it. Nice. Um, <laughs> no, I've got it. I was off. I do listen to the. I, do, I have listened to in the in the past. It's a good show. It's a good show you put on there, Drew. Very Thank nice. you. No, I, we try really hard, and by that, like we sometimes take breaks of like up to a year, and um, like I mean, you know, podcasting is is hard. Stuff comes up, but like true story. Dave also doesn't like to record over the internet, so he has to come over and sit in my lap, and then uh, <laughs> we read comic books into a microphone uh, that we share, and then I edit after. Nice. Yeah, no, so that's going on. Um, yeah, no, cool. Sweet. Well, thank you, Drew. Thank you so much for being on the show tonight. Always appreciate it. And I, I like, uh, well, hopefully, I don't know, maybe again sometime in the future. It was great. We should do it again yeah. sometime. We'll give you a call. Uh, Tony, thank you. Yeah, thank you, Shane. It's been a real pleasure hanging out with you yeah. guys. Find more shows like this at niceguynetwork.com. That'll do it for this evening. Thank you all for listening. Thank thank you. Just thanks, everyone. Thank thank you, world. And until next time, tech or easy. Okay.